Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 83. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews all the way from Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Good. What makes things great? Well, you know, it was a gr- it was an excellent weekend. Good for you. Saw little sticks, REO, Head East, and a, wow. you know, a trio concert, and it was fabulous. Oh, awesome. Awesome. You I had no idea. Me. I love rock and roll. Yeah. Well, that, hey, that's some good music there. For oh sure. I would have loved to be they there. Were, they were fabulous. I mean, they they haven't lost a thing. There was very few. I don't know. I think Hattie East, of course, had the most new people, you know, taking over. And they're the oldest. Right. But Roger was still on the keyboards. We know Roger. I went with the hammer. He recognized the hammer because the hammer used to have a bar. And they came uh. and played at it. You know, it was a big bar. And so it was just fabulous. Had a great time. Cool. But, but you know, have you ever had a weird day? Always. A supernatural day. Mm, always. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I started out the day I and in my house all alone. There's no windows open. I'm down a stairs in my office at my desk and I hear something. So you go look and you go, what the heck is it? Huh. And this door in the hallway upstairs just had slammed. Hmm. Now, a lot of times you can figure out air pressure or some sort of strange thing, and I couldn't figure it out. So I took that as my cue that I needed to, you know, get busy, do something <laughs> else like being a computer. Right. And so I went to the store. The di- I, I like to go to the discount Aldi's. Do you have those up there? Mm, I have no idea. I'm not a big okay. shopper, so. Okay, well, it's a grocery store, but they have a lot, and it's a deep discount. Like you bag your own, you take your own bags, you know, that kind of place. But they have a lot of gluten-free. They have a lot of natural stuff. Okay. So I go there a couple times a month, pick up stuff. I mean, it's so cheap that you have to put a quarter in the cart. (laughs) Now, when you take the cart back, they give you your quarter back, but that's so they don't have to have those kids out retrieving carts. Right, Right. So I pull into the parking place, and of course, I'm getting out of the car, and this guy's waiting to get in the parking place next to me. So, you know, I feel kind of bad, so I hurry around to go get my bag, and he gets out of the car, and he's like, I could tell right off he was European. Okay. You know, I, it, it was mostly what he was wearing, you know? You're right. And he said, oh, something about the weather. Uh, you know, winter seems to be coming back. I'm like, I didn't know it left. <laughs> So we're walking in and he just keeps following me around the store and he's a practitioner Hmm. and he says, you're having trouble breathing. I didn't know I was having trouble breathing. Hmm. He said, you need to quit eating dairy. I said, I don't really eat dairy. I mean, I don't, I don't like the way it makes me feel. But when I started thinking about it, I probably had had more recently than I normally do. Wow. This guy has the pickup lines ever. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, and he kept on, he was from Budapest. 
Oh, well, there okay? you go. And I did not even tell him anything about having a sick kid. And he said, your son needs to quit eating all meat, all dairy, all sugar, and all of his problems are going to go away. Needs wow. to eat only white fish. So hmm. it, it was a very strange experience. This guy knew things. He had eyes that could look right through you, you know. It, it wasn't like a pickup thing. He didn't ask for my name. Right. Didn't anything. Ask where I live. But it was like, you know, I'm a Jew. I just met Jesus. <laughs> Well, you never know. Maybe was he was a bit psychic. He was really psychic. I mean, he had these teal blue eyes, and he was just very commanding. And wow, he knew things. He knew things. I don't know why. It's kind. Of, I'm still kind of freaked out about it. But I probably went too far on that one. But it, it was a very interesting day. Well, this is interesting too. Do you remember last week when I said that I saw Steve Bannon, and it turned out to be just some homeless guy? Yeah. Well, that's not Jesus, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, I I saw I, I saw homeless Steve again uh, yesterday when I was on my way to the photo shoot, and he was standing. Oh on my a, gosh! Yeah, he was standing on the corner with his shopping cart and standing on one of those uh, milk crates, uh, those blue plastic things, right? Right. So he was standing up there preaching and to absolutely nobody. So he was out there shouting and preaching away. I have a feeling that's what Bannon's doing now. Well. <laughs> Shouting to nobody. <laughs> no, here's the weird thing. Eight and a half hours later, I'm driving home from the photo shoot. There he still is, preaching away, reciting a speech to nobody. And oh that's God. when it hit me. That was not homeless Steve Bannon. That was Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. No, that's exactly. Exactly right, yeah. No, all kidding aside, I heard that Bannon was last seen a little over a month ago at Elon Musk's place. Apparently, the two were playing hide-and-go-seek when Bannon hid in the trunk of Elon's Tesla Roadster. (laughs) Nobody's seen him since, so kind of does explain why Elon shot that car into space, though, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's a pretty safe place to send a body. Yeah. Although I would prefer he had Pelosi in his trunk. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people would. A lot of people. She she is more annoying than Steve Bannon. Yeah. Oh, very much so. And really, I mean, when it comes to trustworthiness, would it be Steve or Nancy? (sighs) Which ones were? I don't know. They're both backstabber. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's used to preaching to nobody for a long time. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And when did all these people become so ethical? Yeah. I mean, you know, ethics are ethics. They're important and they are important to us as people. You know, some people it's more important to than others. Right. Okay. But we don't mandate. We don't, for the most part, legally, we're not, we have laws. We're a nation of laws, not ethics police. Right. So why is it that Trump's life is suddenly been put out on a table as if it's a surprise? <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, everybody knew Trump was a pig when it came to women. Oh that my was- gosh. Okay. Now here, he's a pig when it comes to a lot of things. Okay. Think about this. Now, just, you know how I love to make this imagery. Okay. Take John F. Kennedy, Bill Clinton, and Ronald Reagan. Say they make a baby together. (laughs) It's Trump. Okay. (laughs) You got that Kennedy secretness behind the scenes, stabbing your back kind of thing. (laughs) 
but they make money. Yeah. Kennedy's made money. We forget they were business people. Yeah. You got that Bill Clinton sort of attitude, especially with women. Right. But yet you got policies like Ronald Reagan had <laughs> that work for the people. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I see you where know? you're going. And we knew, we the people, whether you voted for him out here, you know, in the middle of the country or not, you knew what the hell he was. Donald Trump has been in the news ever since I can remember. I don't ever remember a time he wasn't out shocking the shit out of everybody. True that. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, he, if it wasn't a business deal, it was with a woman. Right. You know, and how could you be surprised that women are coming out of the woodwork? I don't know. And it, it, it has no bearing on anything. This is his prior personal life. Who gives a shit? I don't care. I mean, it really, and, and, you know, people were like saying stuff about, well, they feel sorry for Melania. You think she didn't know yeah. before she married him? Yeah, exactly. I mean, she didn't marry him because he was going to be true blue to her. Or good looking. No. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not even going to speculate why she married him. I'm just going to say she doesn't seem stupid. No. I mean, she okay? came into the country on the Einstein visa, didn't she? You know, I don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, I believe they call it that because it's often used for scientists. Yeah, well, she does know seven languages and I don't know what else she knows. Right. But I, I'm pretty sure she knew she married a rogue. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's okay because I'm sure that he gave her a pathway to commit herself to causes that she cares about. Right. You know, I, I don't begrudge her or say, oh, she just married him for the money. Maybe she did. I don't know. But I know that she also has had some really tremendous causes. Right. So I feel sorry know, for her. We make partnerships and relationships for lots of different reasons. Yeah. I feel a bit I sorry. I feel sorry for her, but I don't really. I, I think she didn't bargain for the presidency. Okay. She may have mar- known she married a rogue, but I, I will go with you there in that she didn't know. She'd be in the White House and it'd be flashed in front of her face like that. Yeah, I, I don't think she knew what she was getting into. But yeah, otherwise, you know, hey, honey, you made your bed. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is what he is. There's nothing me too about the Stormy Daniels deal. No, there isn't. And there, the left there, there, is really trying to push that. You know, and, and her one night with him is a lot less interesting than her trying to believe that she somehow has the right to defy a non-disclosure contract. Yeah. Basically, okay. legally, she's the one that broke the law. Absolutely, totally. Yeah. And right now, it's standing at 20 mil. I'm pretty sure she doesn't have 20 mil in her bank account or her G-string. Yeah, I doubt that. And if someone said, hey, we'll pay the tab if you go and tell the story. Um, We're trying to find out who's doing that because you know there that person exists. I definitely feel that person exists. I, I did from the start. And, and I mean, there was the lawyer that was busted paying off girls for that previously, right? Exactly. Lisa Bloom. And she's a leftist attorney right, right. trying to pay off, you know, women to tell their story about Trump. And she's been totally, last I saw, I looked something up on her a week or two ago and she was representing dogs. And you think I'm making that up, but really I'm serious. <laughs> she was, she was on 
She's um, wow. Gloria Allred's daughter. She's been a feminist attorney for years. She was a court TV attorney. Huh. It absolutely destroyed her because that ain't cool anymore. Okay? No. No. 10, 20 years ago, people paid for that kind of stuff. TV stations paid. Radio stations paid. They they paid for all kinds of things. They don't do that anymore. No. And we have too much transparency with the internet. So you cannot get by with it. Somebody will tell there will be a trail. Right. And so they're going to get caught. So they won't do it. The best you can hope for is they book you a hotel room and a flight yeah. to go to New York. Now they and just do it on Skype. Well, know? and a lot of times, Connor, they do. They just do Skype because then they don't have to be accused of paying anything. Yeah, and usually they have some sort of local skeleton crew there that can show up with a camera and, and a microphone, you know? Absolutely, that can happen too. You know, they got local stations in pretty much every city. Yeah, exactly. So that, and if they don't, they can get one to go there, you know, from remote. So, you know, those days of getting paid up front or to tell your story is pretty much non-existent. Right. You know, the Inquirer might pay, and but, you know, that's yeah, just that's the Inquirer. You know, and I don't know how much they even have to pay for a lot of their stories because a lot of times they'll just get it from somebody that knows Aliens. You. Aliens. Or knows the person. Apparently, they get yeah. a lot of it from They're aliens. Half-packed. They can. You know, yeah. It's just you know, it's a new day. The internet has brought a lot of of transparency to everything. But what is up with Anderson Cooper? Well, you know what? I I would have. I mean, if I would have thought of somebody to interview Stormy Daniels, uh, he might be a good choice. I don't know. But I didn't watch the interview. He might, but I, read I used it. to love, I didn't either. I, I saw the clips, but I used to really love Anderson Cooper. And I thought he was really above board, a real journalist out to get the story, not to indoctrinate the audience in some sort of agenda that he held personally. But I mean, I did see a clip where he's even asking her, did Donald Trump wear a condom? What? Oh, Who cares? Wow. And he said, people in your industry, he said, you're from an industry where people are really concerned about condoms. How does he know? <laughs> I mean, what industry? I mean, I mean, are they any more concerned about condoms than the rest of the country? Well, I don't know. Or he is in media. He is in media, you know. I mean, I would say they're less. I, I know, but I would say people like Stormy Daniels are probably less likely. Yeah. And of course, she said, no, he didn't. And, you know, they keep calling her an actress. Would she have a cameo in one film? Yeah, she had a couple lines. They went, She oh, is a pole oh. dancer. She's a topless wow. dancer. Yeah. And from what I heard, one of the dates... I mean, granted, she's... One of the dates, they just watched Shark Week. Yeah, that's that's really Donald. He they didn't, didn't even have sex. That. You know, they watched yeah. the documentary She only had sex with him one time, she said, and he what, didn't force her. You know, so what's the story? I mean, okay, he was married, but isn't that between him and his wife? Yeah, pretty I much. Mean, it's, it's nobody's It's really business. not... No, it's not really... I don't think any voters care. No. Well, I mean... But the media is covering it pretty much 24-7, the mainstream media. Right. And look what happened back in Clinton's time. He was doing that while he was president. Well, and he forced, you know, at least three women said he raped them. Yeah. And I that mean, was the, during... The Juanita time. Broderick story is just... I mean, it's, it's just... It, it brings tears to my eyes. Right. 
to he got hear away her with tell it, that story. And he got away with it. Yeah. So I That's don't a lot know. different than consensual sex. Before you were president. I, I, don't, I don't get the point. Why do we need to know this stuff? Who wants to know this stuff? Because I certainly don't. It's not part of the Me Too movement, but the left it's is not. sure playing it And we've got a way. lot of interesting things. Oh, they are. They are. Yeah. 21 million people did tune in. That doesn't mean it was anything more than a sideshow to them. Right. Yeah. Curiosity, I guess. Truth is, I haven't heard anybody that thought it shed any light on Trump that they did not already believe. Yeah, there was nothing. In fact, I think they expected... I. I think they expected for there to be some smoking gun. Yeah. I you know, think so. like, oh, there's something bigger than he just had a one night stand with a woman. I think those amount of people tuned in in maybe hopes of there being something there they can impeach him with. Exactly. You know. And and I don't understand what you could impeach him for. Yeah. There, there's nothing there. There, well, there was supposedly she got threatened in a parking lot by some unknown guy. But who knows? A guy, you know, could have been homeless Steve Bannon. You know, <laughs> <laughs> or Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Jesus at Aldi's. <laughs> so there, she's got nothing there. I mean, she would. You would need no. to prove that and prove that Trump sent that person. But come on, I, I think it's just drama. Smoke and mirrors, and there's nothing there. Who gives a sh? I don't. Oh, I know. Well, I hope that Anderson is as clean as he seems. Well, we'll because find you out. remember when? <laughs> yeah, we will find out because when Matt Lauer interviewed Bill O'Reilly over his indiscretions, what came out a couple months later on Matt Lauer? Exactly. It made Bill O'Reilly seem like a prince. Yeah. I yeah. hope that Anderson doesn't have any skeletons because these guys will find them. Yeah, they'll dig it out for sure. He, he asked some inappropriate questions as far as I'm concerned. He did. He did. And I, you know what? Stop it, Anderson. He's better than that. Yeah. I know. I remember. I remember the guy that jumped in with the sharks. You know, he'd do anything to get a story. And, and he was after the story not an agenda. Right. So I I hope that we don't see any more of that beeswax from Anderson. Right. Speaking of agendas, John Bolton is in. Oh boy. Yeah. I told you that HR was out. Yeah. They didn't wait till Friday. They canned him on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. That you know, they gotta quit those NSA leaks. But Bolton is an eccentric. Yeah, he's a different character. He's Scary. a little tough. Yeah. He scares so. a lot of people because he is, you know, he just soon nuke Kim Jong-un in, in yeah. North Korea. He's a hardliner on Russia. To, now, I think him and the president agree on North Korea a little more than they do on Russia. But he'll do what the president wants, I believe. Yeah. Well, some people are just scared of that mustache. Well, Trump was, according to some insiders, said that that is the reason he wasn't originally put in the cabinet. I remember that. I remember that so, being in the news. Whether that's true or not, I, I don't know. I think the mustache is okay. I mean, it fits his personality. I mean, does it, do I think it's hot looking or anything? No, but, but it fits him. I can't imagine him without it. Yeah. yeah. See, here here's a, an, an interesting thought. I think we need more people in office with bigger mustaches because hmm. there's, there's people like Sam Elliott, you know, 
Oh he's, gosh, I love Sam. Who Elliott. doesn't love Sam Elliott? I mean, he always gets the bad guy, right? And and the bad girl. And then there's Tom Selleck. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then there's the late Wilford Brimley, which you know he would have been great in Office with that big mustache. Oh and yeah. Nick Offerman. Oh yeah. Huge yeah. on the internet. So you know, there's quite a few, and of course there's Borat. Borat had the same mustache as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Borat what about been, yeah? Yeah. So I, you know, there's there's some other choices there, but you know, for now I guess we'll have to figure out what John Bolton really is going to do? Is he going to be the big scary guy? I don't know. I think he is. I think he's going to clean house at the NSA because uh, there's leakers there. There is deep shade. They're um, part of those employees that have just been hanging around through a few administrations and Bolton will get rid of them and he won't wait. It'll be right away. He's definitely been brought in for a reason and I think you might be right there. So I would have Absolutely. to agree. I I think I I agree, but I tell you, he's coming. He's going to be gone this weekend, and that's the veteran secretary. Oh, Sulkin. I think that's how you say his name. Anyway, he he's going to be history this weekend. Mm. If they have someone to replace him, there's been talk of Pete Hegseth. Um, I don't think that's a good choice. I mean, he's a great veteran and has he's on Fox and Friends weekend. I don't know. I don't think he's ready for that. Right. But the president likes him. The president has had him at the White House several times over the past couple of weeks. Hmm. He might very well name Pete Hegseth. Wow. Um, you know, another interesting thought is who is going to replace Hope Hicks? Right. Well, there's a lot of empty vacancies right now, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. There is the idea out there that possibly Heather Nauert, who is who was also from Fox, but she was the spokesperson for Secretary of State. I went totally blank. Rex. Tillerson? Thank you. (laughs) That's terrible. Okay, Rex Tillerson. Possibly Sarah Sanders might become Hope Hicks. Hmm. Possibly Kimberly Guilfoyle, formerly Newsom. Oh, this Um, could be interesting. I think, yeah, I think she already signed a contract, though. I don't think she's available. Um, Although she would probably be the best replacement for Hope Hicks. Right. Uh, There was also the idea that maybe Corey Lewandowski. But I think we'll be seeing uh, some sort of replacement for Hope Hicks very soon. You know, because he needs that right-hand person. Yeah, definitely. I mean, how many more people can he lose before it's considered a dictatorship, right? Oh my gosh, they're already (laughs) considering a dictatorship. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, all right. Well, I agree that there has to be some sort of change and more people moved in shortly. So this is going to be an interesting few weeks. It is. And uh, I agree too. We don't always agree about life's a journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. And Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace. And everyone, thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.